You are now listening to the Purpose Edits Podcast. You've got to be willing to be vulnerable. You have to have the ability to self-assess, and not everybody has the ability to self-assess. You don't necessarily have to like schools to be successful in school. You just have to know how to play the game and finesse it and get through it. Welcome to the Perfect Settings Podcast. This is a short yet powerful conversation designed to help you do three things that can ultimately change the trajectory of your life. One, discover your purpose. Two, walk in your purpose. And three, ultimately fulfill your purpose. I am your host, Coach Vic, and I'm joined as always by my lifelong friend, my brother, the educator, Dr. Shane Calhoun. What's up, Purpose Addicts? Doc and Coach back again. What's up, man? What up? What's going on? Yo, that beat hard, bro. You just realized that? <laughs> yeah, that beat hard. That intro beat hard. Y'all need to go stream it on uh, Spotify. It's called Purpose Addicts. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to lie. It, it is fire. Like, when it comes in, like, I can't help but to get hyped. Like, yeah, yeah, that beat hard, bro. So the first thing I'm going to say right now is if you're watching this via video, Doc messed us up right before we started recording doc left and our background says that i'm doc and he's coach how'd that happen because you left and came back and it rearranged us i mean i'm sure we could flip uh yeah well we could flip. okay on the yeah oh because i came in after you so it moved you got you <laughs> so for this yeah. episode today i'm doc and i'm gonna come from the perspective of what i think he would say please don't today he's coach, and he's gonna come from the perspective of what i would oh, say this is gonna but be you good know, but it's a juxtaposition somebody's gonna look at this and say uh well because it says doc on the screen and it says coach here so we we're gonna be looking like jabronis Listen, we just got caught being average. That's all. Well, but you know, you probably could nah no. Nah, you could probably fix that in post. Potentially. There's a way to do yeah, it. Just upload a new template. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a way to do it. I just don't know that. Or just I leave it because we already talked about it. Exactly. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> we got caught being average. How you holding up, man? You all right? Man, I'm stressed as hell, man. Trying to Why? Um... life too good to be stressed. What they say, I'm too blessed to be stressed. Yeah, that's just church people just talk. talk. The on paper. <laughs> that's just talk. Uh, no cap. No cap, as the kids say. <laughs> um, yeah, man, just I'm doing classic Shane, classic doc stuff. I have a big order and I waited to the last minute. Mm. Um classic, classic, I mean classic doc stuff. So But is that where you operate? Like, is that your genius? When you, you know, here's me. a question. When you say that, right? I had somebody, I was talking with somebody the other day, and we were talking about something, and they said, uh, I'm gonna be unapologetically me no matter what, right? So even if that is where I operate best, at some point, is this not gonna be a liability? Oh, very much so. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. like, <laughs> unapologetically, any one of us is also absolutely a liability in certain. Yeah. Aspects. So, I mean, you know, we got to stop. We got to, you know, assets over liability. We got to stop leaning on 
those ideas. And I get it. We should be authentically us and we should operate in the space where we're most effective. But just because it works doesn't mean it's right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just because so, it works doesn't mean it's right. Absolutely. Just because it works doesn't mean it's right. So, you know, I'm just I gotta get I gotta get better at this, man, because I'm killing myself. Purpose addicts, that's a free nugget right there. Uh just because it works don't mean that it's right. Uh yeah. we're gonna give you that one for free, but the one at the end of the show we're gonna charge you for it. So we'll put our cash <laughs> out next to it. Yeah, that one that one is gonna cost you. So question, is AI on your radar yet? And what's your thoughts? Uh, it's well defined on my radar. Meaning like, is it on your mind? Have you thought about if it will affect you, how it will affect you? How will you use it? Like, is it on your radar? Cause there, there are some people right now that think the world's about to end. I mean, but there were always people who thought the world was about to end. Right. It doesn't uh, take much. Y2K. Right. Much. It don't take much, yeah. but AI has been on my mind since it impacted my job. I'm in my career path now because of AI years ago. Explain. So in the world of training and development, as you know, many people like uh, to take their trainings via video at their leisure on their own time, and they like it in small bites. Uh, i.e. YouTube University. You want to learn something, mm-hmm. you go to YouTube, right? You can get it in short bites, control it when you want to, instead of having a live trainer facilitator teach you. Well, my last chapter restructured my department because they leveraged technology. They leveraged AI. They leveraged the the capabilities that AI had to learn human behavior and said, Uh, here's the future investment of training and development. Therefore, a hundred people no longer have a job. I luckily Uh, was repositioned into a different role, but I was one of few who were saved. There were about 75 because of AI. I did not know that. Technology it's advancements. I mean, at the same time that it makes our lives easier and it gives us convenience and a lot of the things that we want on the flip side, it possibly cost some people their jobs and change their whole mm. trajectory. Mm. But I'm on this path now because of AI. I did not know that. That is wow. So I wonder if you're, if they've already counted you in the 300 million that's supposed to lose their job or were you the previous <laughs> Well, first off, I didn't lose my job. <laughs> no, you didn't lose your job. But that count of 100 people that you said, I wonder if they're counting that in the 300 million. That is, I'd be um, curious how they define that losing your job. Because, again, I lost the career path that I was on and got repurposed in a different and job. That's, that's why I say people got to read the tea leaves and, like... The way the headline was brought to me is that 300 people, 300 million people are going to lose their job because of AI. Well, when I went and listened to the source myself, it was 300 million, but it was over 10 years, mm. one, and that was globally. Mm. So when you think about the United States, it's 87 million that's going to lose a job. Still don't not not poo-pooing on the jobs, but it shows you the perspective and um um, from my perspective is, yep, AI is going to mess some stuff up in my fields and the different things that I get into. 
but like the cream will always rise. So you have to find ways to adapt and to learn the technology. Yep. And legit. learn how to like, leverage it. But that, that and, that's also about preparing yourself for that. Like had had I and a few others not taking the time every day to make sure we were sharp on our stuff, we were doing the things we were supposed to, we might have been, you know, lost in the transition too. Like we could have lost our jobs. But they said, mm-hmm. all right, you have some additional talents that we can transfer over yep. here and utilize and leverage over here. So and, we need you to stay. And that's my point in a, in a world where everything may not be, well, everything is artificial and fake. People are going to be wanting real. Exactly. So you have to make yourself, you have to develop other skills. You have to think outside the box and um, make yourself an asset to the people around you. Bruh, you, Boy, this is right on par for today's topic. And I don't even know if you tried to. We ain't even got to what blew your mind yet. Like <laughs> you is you is on fire right now. Are you are you ready? Are, tell me, are you ready for what blew your mind? Yeah, we can go. You sure? Go. I, yeah, I just posted on uh Facebook. Um You do the work, not the title. You do the work, not the title. Hmm. And I think I just watch a lot of people get lost in their titles and like really ain't hitting on shit, but because mm-hmm. they call you, because they call you Dr. So-and-so, or I am the head fund creator of this and that, or the president of this and that, all of a sudden you, you walk on water and now nah, yeah. brother, sister, ma'am, both, you do the work, not the title. Yeah. So you can have that title, but don't, that don't mean you doing nothing. Yeah. If you didn't have your title, would you still have the same impact? Yeah. 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 That's the question. If you didn't yeah. have your title, would you still have the same impact? Okay. Yeah. All right. So I want to use that to segue into the purpose of today's conversation. Today's conversation is titled teach me moves, not mechanics. Here's the context and I'm going to get straight to it. Watching some clip or or podcast or something. And there was a guy who was an expert in his field. And he was saying how all the time he gets asked by younger people who are just now breaking into that industry. I think he's been in the industry over like 30 years, right? He's been successful in this industry. I think he's in broadcasting. And he say, they keep asking him, keep asking him, how how do I get to do what you what you do? How do I get as famous as well known as you do? Right. And so he said most of the time he doesn't entertain that conversation. Most of the time his his response is, I don't know. But this one particular day, this young man asked him and he said, you want to get to where I'm where I'm at. You want to do what I'm doing now? He was like, yeah, I want to do what you do. So he proceeded to tell the young man, he said, hey, you got to do blank. You got to stick it out here. You got to go through this grind. You got to keep in mind that your journey won't be mine. He said the young man stopped him and was said, no, 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 no. I want you to teach me what moves you made, not the mechanics and the techniques of doing the job and, and crafting that better. And he said it dawned on me that that's the world we're in now. When we came up. People wanted you to teach the mechanics, teach me the technique so I can then go practice those mechanics over and over and over again 
to perfect my craft. Now, people want you to teach them moves. What move to make here in order to get this money and to get this bag? What move here? What move here? What move here? And that doesn't teach you mechanics. So my first question to you, one, do you agree that we live in a world now that wants to be taught moves, not mechanics? That's the first question. Um, I would say yes. But I would preface it with, I think we live in a world where people want you to teach them the shortcuts. Even more so. It's evolved from moves to shortcuts. <laughs> I.e. AI, right? But like people want to teach you the shortcuts. People want you to teach them the shortcuts. So therefore, the mechanics become more. I mean, they miss out on the mechanics. But I, super odd. You say that. And I and I wholeheartedly agree, but it's just kind of like I can't get past the short the shortcuts aspect. This week I was thinking all week long that my dad always used to tell me about property, renting property, getting real estate property, buying a house, yada 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 yada, but never once sat down and told me how. Never explained to me capital gains. Never explained to me renting. Uh, first time buy. Never just just told me go get a house. Just, you, you need to go get a house. Go figure you, it go, out. There's money in real estate. Like, and I, as you say that, I really would have liked to have known the mechanics. Like, walk me through this. The mechanics. Now, yeah. keep in mind, our parents come from a generation of you got to go figure it out because that's how I had to learn it. And yeah. there's some there's some credibility yeah. in you having to learn the hard way, if you will. Yeah. So what do you think? Uh, I, I do agree. I, I think we're in a world where people are looking for shortcuts. What do you think? Because I just I value the mechanics. I think I think the shortcuts are the moves. I think people okay. literally like I've, I've I don't know if you've had it, but through social media, I've had people reach out to me. Right. And they ask, hey, I want to start a podcast. Can you tell me how to do it? Right. Okay. So and is there something out. wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. Can you can you tell me how? Pay attention to the words. Can you tell me how versus can you teach me how? Mm. Everybody who's ever asked me has never said, can mm. you teach me how? They say, can you mm. tell me how? Nah, the tell me is the shortcut. The teach is where you sit down and learn. And therefore, you actually do pick up the mechanics. Oh, brilliant. Teach brilliant. me how. Brilliant. So to our purpose addicts, what are you asking for? Are you asking for people to tell you or teach you? One of my favorite books, Telling Ain't Training. One of my favorite mm. books. Mm. When I got into learning and development, when this is years before my previous company, transitioned our department and our role and 75 plus people lost their job. We started reading a book together called telling ain't training and the whole premise is you could tell somebody what to do, but that's not teaching them how to do it. Mm. The key is teaching them how to do it so that they can sustain the behavior for themselves long-term and ultimately be retained long-term have That's longevity, good. sustainability.
what it, everybody's it's talking about. Tell me how. Telling ain't training. Yeah, it's kind of like give a man a fish. He eats for a day. T- teach exactly a man how to it. fish. He eat for a lifetime. Mm. That's exactly but it. That's so good, bro. to your point, yes, I do believe we live in a world that's asking for shortcuts. They're asking what? for tell me's. Tell me. Tell me. Yeah, that's good, bro. Tell me's. That's what we need. We need a shirt. Are you a teach me or a tell me? Mm-hmm. We got it. Before we publish this, let's put that on a shirt. <laughs> that's Are good, you a bro. Teach me or tell me. So, with that being said, when you think about your own journey, what was something that you were taught that had previously that has sustained you even now today? I'm going to put the question back on you because I can't think of anything at the moment. Right now, and my answer. Huh? You need a Kit Kat right now? No, because my answer right now is, man, I had to get everything I got out the freaking mud and learn on the fly. So I can't really think of something, but I'm sure there's something. So I'm going to bounce to you and then I'm going to go after uh, when I was, I want to say maybe 10, 11 years old, 12, maybe somewhere around there, my dad taught me how to play the game of chess. Do you know how to play chess? I learned a long time ago and I forgot. Okay. Chess, as you know, you often hear the phrase, play chess, not checkers. Do you know, you checkers. familiar yeah, with that yeah, phrase? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Do you know, like, where that comes from, like, the comparison between chess versus checkers? Um, I would just say that on the surface, chess just is just more of a thinking man band game where you have to think not only about the moves, but the pieces and the power of the moves or whatever, the power that each piece has. Exactly. Versus checkers, all the pieces are equal. All pieces are yeah. created equal. Created equal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... In chess, they're not created equal. From the very jump, like you said, each piece moves different, has power, but it also has limitations. Mm -hmm. And it is a thinking person's game that requires strategy, not only for yourself and how you might win the game, but the strategy in which your opponent may be in acting against you to either defend themselves or to attack you. Because Mm -hmm. I learned that game, I was able to apply that to my life, even still to this day. When you think about the moves we make, like chess requires you to take a piece, move it to a spot within its allowable moves. As long as your finger is still on that piece, you can move it back. But when Mm. you put it there, as long as your finger stays on it, you can scan around, see if this is the right move. Can you be threatened? Can you be hurt? Also, what power you have, right, within that move. What does this do? Thinking not only about that move, but two, three, four moves down the road, right? And you can bring that piece back if it doesn't make sense. Because I learned the game of chess at an early age, and I'm not a chess master by any means. I just understand how the game is played. I've been able to apply that to my life and make moves. That's how I got to where I am in life, from sports to school, to my professional career, you name it. The podcast, thinking about chess. What's our pieces on the board? 
what can be sacrificed versus what must I hang on to because of the power that it holds and yields. Chess, mm. that's been invaluable to me. And I'm so glad that my dad taught me how to play chess as opposed to telling me the game. Mm, mm. Okay. Um, that's good. I'm gonna learn. I think chess might be on my, my, my um Bro, it's my a game must. plan this summer. It's a must for yeah. everybody. You have to learn how to play the game of chess. I'm not saying be a master, but you have to learn to play the game of chess. Heard something wild today or this week on the ET uh podcast. He said, um everybody learns how to play Monopoly the game, but don't learn how to play Monopoly in real life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. What did he say? I was like, oh. That's another one. That's another one. Oh, Monopoly. Is the, that's game number two that you got to learn. Yeah, yeah. I know Monopoly. I played that. We played we stayed up all night life. with that one. But just making that one in life. But um, so where I was told, not taught, Um, I don't necessarily know if it was a lesson like where they taught me. Well, it was. They did teach me. This guy, his name is Nelson. I forget his name, but he's really big into sync licensing. Like right now, you know that show uh, with Kevin Hart and Nick Cannon. They have a prank show where they're like a celebrity prank. There's a show right now on television called Celebrity Prank. Whatever. I just know it because it, the commercials has been everywhere. So he's produced music on that show. Um, a couple years ago, and like he's just really big in the music licensing world. He's like one of the guys. A couple years ago, I just randomly sent him an email, and you just assume that somebody that big you will not be able to get a hold of, or they're just gonna give you some superficial joints. And like, um, I sent him an email, we messaged back and forth. He was like, Hey bro, just call me. And <laughs> this was like in June of the pandemic. Mm. And like to this day, him and I are still cordial. Wow. We just talk. Like I actually, we started. He started a T-shirt brand called Stop Sleeping on God. I want to get him on the pod. We just haven't lined up calendars yet. But like, he's you know we don't speak once a quarter. But like, if I message him nine times out of ten, he'll get back to me at some point and we'll talk. But he's always just been like he's. I consider him a friend. And wow. it was just that that and like. When we talk, he breaks down like licensing things and just tells me stuff without, and that's his big thing. He's like, "Why are we hiding all of this?" You know what I'm saying? Just give it to people. We could have the same tools, but not use it the same. Absolutely. And I, I think that's one of the things with people where I don't know if he did it intentionally, but he taught me rather than just tell me. And he's just teaching me through the way he lives and the way he acts and the things that he does. Yeah, like he's a master at branding. Like I've seen that man go so hard at his music licensing courses, and then just flip gears, and now he's doing a sleeping on God brand, and it's just like it's like it's it's so dope. So you, you've been sleeping on somebody who is a guru at branding, and you haven't shared him with me. You you haven't you haven't. Um, it hadn't come up in contact. I told you I've been trying to get him on the pot. I'm gonna tell you like he told you, bro. Just call him. Just, just call him. <laughs> I did. I literally did. I sent him a message. Did and you ask him about coming on the pod? I did. So and right now we're just we're lining up calendars. Give me his number. I will call. Him. <laughs> All right. First off, I mean, but you know when I say he's a guru, no, 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 no. Before the pod, let me just back up. Us. Let me back up. There's nothing like tell me rather than teach. I don't. When I say he's a guru on branding. I mean, just watching his moves. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. That's it. Yeah. I don't I don't know that he and, has he had watching his moves. Think about this. This we could put it in the context of branding with this guy, or we could put it in the context of watching a musician play their instrument. We could put it in the context of an artist, professional, you name it, right? When right. you see a person operating in their genius, they're just doing their moves, right? Yeah. And somebody will ask a man, how do you do that? That seems so easy to you. They're like, I don't know. What they're not telling you is that's linked to a level of knowledge and experience. The mechanics that they might mm. not be able to articulate to teach you, but you can still learn from them if you pay attention and ask the right question. So although I can't proactively tell you how I'm doing it, if you are thoughtful enough and ask the right questions, you'll draw it out of me. Out. Okay. Well, Nelson, we're going to get you on this pod. I'm going to send you this particular episode so you this can see particular. what the pod's about and you can hear how we I revere you and how we speak about you and we got to get you on the pod. That's perfect. That's perfect. Uh, we can clip this up tonight. You can say the <laughs> okay. word. We can, okay. We can send yeah, this to him tonight. <laughs> okay. Will do. All right. Will do. So, as, as we bring this train to a close, teach me mechanics. Teach me moves, not mechanics. I message to the Purpose Addicts audience. Ooh, ooh. I got a good one. Ooh. Just go finish. What's the message? Our message, I was going to throw it to you. Our <laughs> message to the Purpose Addicts community right now is what? What's the message tonight, Doc? Truthfully, my takeaway is get around people that wants to teach and stop being a lazy ass and trying to just be told. Oh, oh, I didn't. I, brother, you just flipped this on his head. Get around people who want to teach, not tell. That's enough said. That's it. That's why I rock with you because you like teaching. You don't just tell. I do like teaching. I mean, it's literally your profession. No, I mean, I do. I, I literally, I like teaching yeah you're right I every agree. aspect of your life in every move anything that we've ever like learned or just speaking about you directly anything that you've ever learned like you picked up the phone and said bro let me let me tell you about this but in yeah. that we always end up in an hour-long conversation because you start teaching me well do you see the juxtaposition of this what's we that we talked about operating in your gift earlier and we also talked about something else this is why i don't sell well Really? Yeah. Hmm. I, I I don't sell well because I am not. I'm the person that you want to send the product to the sample and test it out and tell everybody about the product. Like if you got a product or something, I'm the person you say, hey, man, try this out. See what you learn and figure out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not the person to go and knock on the door and say, "Hey, you should get this because here's all." Sounds great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get you. Yeah, get you. but the other point we were talking about: tell me, not teach me. And this this may open Pandora's box. What do you do, or how does it? How does this apply to when people say or ask, "I don't know what my purpose is." 
and, and this is something that we may want to sit here because I just I don't think that's something that I can teach or tell you. I mean, do I tell you the steps of how I got there? Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. Here's so, my yeah, response. Yeah. I just needed a hot second. I needed a minute. A <laughs> Kit Kat bar, which Kit Kat, by the way, you are more than welcome to sponsor the show. We always say you need a minute. Anyway, please do. Um, People who say that they can't find their purpose or haven't discovered their purpose. How this topic of teach me, don't tell me pertains to you is first start with what is it that you're most interested in? Right. So somebody who say they not they don't know what their purpose is. I'm going to ask them. So what are you into? What do you like? What do you do? What do you do on a regular? In that. And this is the coach coming out of me. I'm going to have them teach me about that thing. It's going to start out. And I'm I'm thinking of a specific example of somebody I did this with where I asked them, what are they interested in? Because they weren't sure. And the more that I kept asking questions about that, they kept telling me more about it and more about it and more about it. And I said, let me ask you something. Why don't you turn that into a business? Why don't you Mm. pursue that, you know, more fervently? And they go, you know, I just never thought about it because it's just something I'm interested in. That's purpose. That's what purpose is. The thing that you're most interested in. You might not have articulated it as your purpose. You might not understand it as your purpose. But all you need is the right person around you who wants to be taught and they will help you extract your purpose. So if you can't figure it out yourself, get with people who are willing to teach. Mm. To your point earlier. Mm. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. All right, folks. Last segment of the show, which is footwork, talking about something you've done to get you one step closer to a goal. So for purpose addicts out there, what we want to hear from you is we want to hear what's a step that you've taken in the last week, the last month, the last six months that's gotten you one step closer to your goal. What's your footwork look like? But Doc, I'm going to throw it to you. Tell me something recently you've you've done. Uh, still working on the site, 1440gear.com. Visit, pick up your yeah, I'm Dope in Real Life gear. Also, um, I applied for some business credit. And I I think I was approved. I got to send in. They said, you've been approved for this amount. Send in some stuff before we can finish your application. Yeah, yeah. So, pre-approval. Yeah, so I got a pre-approval, so which is good because I didn't think it was possible. Um, just because, just, just, just. Eh. Here's another. Here's a nugget, guys. Um, I'm not even gonna use the word big. People just ain't giving away success and money. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta dig a little bit, all right. And I'm teaching you. I'm, I'm not telling you this. I'm teaching you this. You got to dig a little bit. You got to read the fine print and, you know, knock on wood, reading the fine print, getting in the game. I think I got my first check from Facebook this weekend. <laughs> you saw. I think I got my first check from Facebook this weekend. And we're not talking about the seven, $725 million lawsuit they got out there. Mm. But like, like I got my first check from Facebook this week, mm. which is exciting. So, like, read, dig, explore. So, um, finally found the right 
program for me as far as the business credit. And I applied it. I'm pretty sure I got it. I wasn't going to say anything, but I got it. So that's going to open up cash flow now, you know, where you can move and do things and you can really write some stuff off. Even the stuff with like um, the LLC and taxes that we were talking about this week. Now that shit is streamlined like crap. Two places, either on the business account or on the credit card. Is yep. that? I, I, I don't have to walk in like, I walked in the tax office with this this year. All mm. my receipts in the shoe, I was looking like a dope boy. Mm. <laughs> like, but I had to get it, you know? So, super excited about that, man. Super excited about that. What about you? Brother, first off, congrats. Congrats on that, because that's a big deal. Uh, it is not easy to get business credit. You have to establish yourself and be somewhat successful to get yeah. business credit, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. salute to you. Uh, I appreciate it. Footwork. I'm gonna go personal. You know, more often we talk about the professional side of things, the business side, the entrepreneur side. Personal. One step closer, and I'm gonna share this because my dad listens to the podcast. What up, Pop? My dad came to stay with me uh, a couple weekends ago, um, and I've shared on the show, and you know, um, he's had a history of substance abuse, but he's been clean uh, for some years now. really since I've been out of college, right? Well, in coming to stay with me, we spent the whole weekend talking. And when I say talking, I mean, I was talking at him because I was checking him on where he is in life. Meaning, I have been wanting to do this for a long time. I've been wanting to say to my dad, you have a greater purpose in life and I feel like you're giving up. And so Mm. I talked to him about what he does all day, which is he's retired, he doesn't work, He's on disability, but he still has a greater purpose and still a whole lot of talents. He's losing his sight. It is almost gone. He is legally considered blind, but he can still get around. He can still function. He can still live, but that dynamic is playing with him. And so I use this weekend to get him and myself one step closer to getting him out of that rut of feeling like what is there to live for? Mm. giving him some purpose even at this life and where the weekend summed up is he said my kids are grown so it's not like anybody's looking up to me to be an example to model themselves after Mm -hmm. I said to him I'm not 65 years old you are showing me and my siblings what potentially 65 could be for us. There is always somebody looking up to you to set an example. And if you mm. weren't at our, in our lives and influence on the front end, maybe your purpose in life is to be an example on the back end. On the back end. That's good. So I'm proud of that step, that footwork. And since then, he's called me multiple times a week just to check in. Like he was growing his beard out and he was coloring it black instead of letting the gray come. He sent me a picture a couple of days ago. I told him to crop it down, keep it low and let that gray come in. Man, it looked good. He went to a barber. I told him, I say, invest in that. Right. So mm. it's the little things. That's yeah. one step closer. One step closer good, that man. I'm proud of, man. So. Purpose Addicts, as always, we appreciate y'all for joining us, joining the conversation and allowing us to join you on your journeys. Our last segment of every episode is to leave you with a word of the week. This week's word says, 
self-discipline begins with the mastery of your thoughts. If you don't control what you think, you can't control what you do. That's good. People, you got to control what you think in order to control what you do. As always, we appreciate you for rocking with us. If you haven't already, like, subscribe, share the show. Purpose Addicts, it's a dope podcast with authentic content, real conversations, and we share with you the good, bad, ugly, and indifferent. Go tell somebody about us. As always, live life on purpose. That's Doc. I'm Coach. We out. And I think a lot of times everybody's not going to understand your vision, your walk, your purpose, your desires, your dreams, your goals. And they don't have to because I'm going to tell you a secret. Everybody ready? It's yours. It don't belong to them. It ain't, it ain't, it ain't they teeth to brush. Ain't they armpits to put deodorant on. It's yours. This message is for anyone who is not answering the calling on their life. I want you to take note of something. That one thing, that one talent, that one gift you have, that idea that could give birth to a solution that possibly brings harmony to the world will never get the chance to breathe life if you continue to let fear kidnap you from your future. That's right, I said, if you continue to let fear kidnap you from your future. Too many times we settle for good things when we can have God things. And purpose is a God-given gift. Not everybody fulfills their purpose. Not everybody discovers it. Not everybody walks in it. But if you're willing to give up the good things to get to the God things, well, baby, I promise you purpose, that's for you. Failure is a part of success. I heard that somewhere. I didn't make that one. Failure is a part of success. Yeah, I you know love. You could try ten times, and you may not get it to your ninth. But what if that ninth try or that tenth try is the one that gets you that million? Instead of looking at what we have on the inside and utilizing our tools, we always look in other places and try to pull from here, pull from there. When most of the time it's right here inside. Of there are no problems. There's only solutions. Let's, let's just be in a habit of fixing things or finding a way out. My favorite quote that I learned is that fear does not stop death, it stops life. It stops us from living. And I need you. We all need you to live. Will you do it?